only way Championship can only be won by one. And it's going to touch in 2020. Right. to take you through the past week in the NFL. A day late and a dollar short this week because Tuesday night was taken up, but here we are on a Wednesday recording this and getting it underway. Super excited to be back once again. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, um, anytime I talk about football with you, it's a good time. You know what I mean? Of course. You know, anytime I get to do anything with you, it's a good time. You know, just happy to be here. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, homies for life. Yeah, we were just talking uh, last night. I I was panicking at the disco and uh, that's my said. Day late today. It's been a busy day uh, on all sides of things. Today we uh, verbally agreed to all of the uh, OU Athletics live sports being back on WXOU. So look out for live sports on WXOU. We're super excited to be able to have that underway. Uh, Super privileged and grateful for all of the opportunities I've gotten with WXOU. this week's winners would not be possible without it. So uh, super excited excited for this week's installment of Red Zone Recap. So, uh, yeah, it's been a great week. How was your week, though? I've been busy. Work work is definitely uh, keeping me going, you know. That's just how it's been so far. But, you know, just a couple more days to the weekend. <clears throat> and uh, just glad to watch some more football, you know what I mean? Yeah, work hard, play hard. Exactly. That's what they say, exactly. you know. Uh, yeah, it was a crazy week once again. You know, I texted you throughout the week. I was thinking about uh, the last episode and how, <coughs> excuse me, how we didn't talk enough about that crazy Steelers game. <coughs> I forgot how to breathe for a second. So, <laughs> yeah, it'll be nice, though, this week. I think we're going to really hammer in all the stuff we saw this week. Uh, paid close attention. I want to start off by, uh, before we get into how the games were, just how much I dislike the new Thursday night football setup. And we were just talking about it, how you can watch it on Twitch, right? But, like, that's not readily available for me uh, personally unless I'm at my computer. And I don't really like, you know, when I'm relaxing, I'd rather just be laying down on on my couch or sitting down on my couch rather than to not have it available on TV or even on YouTube TV or, or whatever, right? The fact that I have to either pick Amazon Prime or Twitch, uh, kind of sucks. I, I just want it to be on NBC, truthfully. So it's uh, frustrating for me. I just kind of wanted to start off by saying, you know, get your thoughts on that, you know, the change coming into this year. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like <coughs> it's definitely going to affect its viewership in some way, shape, or form. Um, I mean, everybody knows the memes about the Thursday night football games, how they've always been terrible. Right. Like, so, I mean. And who is it this week? And this week, you know, you got you got the Steelers and the Browns. <laughs> who, who, who designed that schedule? Who sat down and was like, you want to know who we need on Thursday night football? Like, last week was, you know, Chiefs-Chargers. You know, on paper, it looks good. <coughs> but the game ended up being horrible. Yeah. And now this one looks terrible on paper. Yeah. And it's going to be terrible. I'm not going to sit yeah. here and tell you it's, it's going to be. It is going to be terrible. And, man, I... I can't even tell you if I'm gonna watch that. I'll watch like that's the start Probably of the game. The highlights or yeah. something. Yeah. What is it? What is it? The, that... the, the two highlights that happened, maybe an interception and maybe oh. maybe a running touchdown by Nick Chubb or something. What did what did <laughs> what did uh, Dan Campbell say about watching a Vikings game? Fall over drunk in his chair by the half. <laughs> uh, that's that's how Thursday night football is gonna go. So. But speaking of Thursday night football, <coughs> how about that uh, Chargers and Chiefs game last week though? It was something else. It was something else. Like there, like there was three interceptions Patrick Mahomes threw that were turned over, and there was four that were dropped by the Chargers, and the Chargers lost twenty seven twenty four. So do you think that the Chargers choked the game? They hundred percent did, and in the end, you know Justin Herbert has cracked cartilage in his ribs now. Right, uh, and again because of what I was just saying too, I didn't get a chance to watch a lot of that Thursday night game, uh, and. When I went back and I looked at the highlights, you can pretty much see that the Chargers blew this game. Like this, they had ample opportunities to not only win this game, but you know if they would have capitalized on their <coughs> on their opportunities, they probably would have run away with this game. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, <coughs> it does hurt the Chargers that Keenan Allen was out, but still, you know, you have Joshua Palmer, you have Mike Williams, you have Austin Eckler. You know, you have you still have other weapons, but you know, like Mahomes didn't look that good. I mean, he didn't look like normal, you know, God tier Mahomes that you see. He looked like, you know, an average quarterback at best. It was sort of it was sort of, you know, unorthodox to to say the least that Mahomes did not look like himself. The thing about that is though, they're still two 0 It's still early in the season. And I've always thought of the Chiefs as more of a late season kind of team. I mean, I remember they're they're last championship season right that <clears throat> i thought they were playing pretty good football at the beginning but really where they hit their stride was towards the end of the regular season and in the playoffs carrying that momentum so for teams like the chiefs we know they're going to make the playoffs you know right so well, i'm not really too worried about how they're doing now they're kind of one of those teams that's like hey wake me up you know in in week 16 week 17 to see how they're playing because if they're playing poorly heading into the playoffs then you know that you know they're gonna be on the chopping block first but if they kind of string together some wins late in the season as they usually find a way to do then you know they're they're gonna be pretty good in the playoffs and even if they don't i mean they're always a team you can't sleep on in the playoffs you know because patrick mahomes is gonna be an all-time great i mean how many they've made the last six afc championship games or something or something like that. I don't remember the exact stat, but I know they've made like the last like four to six in a row, maybe. I guess I don't remember the exact number, but it's close to there. Um, but you know, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. They usually find a way. I still think their weakest part about them is their defense. Mm-hmm. Their defense definitely got weaker. Um, but it's the Chiefs. You know, you can't count them out. Yeah, never count them out. I, I, I say the same thing. You know, about there's a couple of teams in the league that you can never count out, mainly because of the guy who's under center, right? 
you know, that's Green Bay, uh, Tampa Bay, Tom, you know, and then here with the Chiefs. Because I think Patrick Mahomes really is uh, already, you know, solidified himself as, as uh, he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer without a doubt in my mind. And then his playing career is so early still. So we, you know, how can you imagine what he's going to, by 10 years from now, we're going to say he's accomplished? Because I think it's going to be a lot. You know, hopefully I won't eat my words, but I could see this guy being just winning so many championships with the Chiefs. So I could too, but the thing is, though, it could be another Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre scenario mm-hmm. where you get one mm-hmm. and you just choke in the championship game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's absolutely true too. You know, and like I would hate to see it. You know, I mean, I mean, I'm not the biggest Chiefs lover. I'm not. I'm not. And I'm not the biggest Packers lover. But you know, you hate to see you know a, a very well accomplished quarterback. <laughs> you know, go through his strides. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> and only win one and then just never make it back if you choke. Uh, you know, can you imagine having a quarterback that's just wasted? You know, he's an all-time great, and he just slaves away for a team and yeah, like doesn't, Roethlisberger. Have, doesn't have the results <laughs> to show for it. I could not imagine. Yeah, no, I don't know a guy like that. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. So, anyway, so uh, Detroit. Beat the commies, beat, beat the commanders. <laughs> Go commandos, baby. Go commandos. So, yeah. <laughs> but hey, hey, I I don't get to eat my words this week. You no. Know, last year I had to eat my words. <laughs> I guarantee they beat the Bears last year. Yeah. And they, they choked real hard on that game. Remember? But, but this year I said they're beating the command the com- <laughs> commandos. <laughs> the commanders, the commandos, whatever you want to call them. I said they're beating them Sunday, and they did. So I don't have to eat my words. I am a happy Lions fan right now. Yeah, you know, and I, I think this is one of those instances where um, I didn't want to say last week outright that they're going to win because I knew if I would have done that as a sole Lions fan, they would not have done that. And uh, they did. They came through for us. They they won a game that they were favored in, which is just spectacular. They were, you know, favored in a game. It's nice to see like them finding success early in the season when, you know, people had pretty high hopes for the Lions coming into this year. And at least through two weeks, I don't think that's misplaced. You know, I, I just uh, – you see all the national attention they're getting right now on how they have, you know, one of the league's powerhouse offenses, which is true through the first two weeks of the season. I mean, their offense has been formidable. But, I mean, <laughs> their defense, man, is not good. So uh, that was evident in the second half of this. We were talking right before is that, you know, the, the Lions let their foot off the pedal – because their, their defense played, you know, all things considered pretty well on the first half, but second half, you know, you can see it get away from them. Hutch had a great game, uh, which was needed after week one uh, for his confidence, especially. So I feel like it was a very complete game for the Lions. There was obviously some, some rough edges. Uh, There's obviously some injuries after the week that has shaken things up, but I think all things considered, the Lions had a very good week too. And to come out with a win and to score 36 points, you know, is a testament to how good this offense is, you know, especially with how well they're playing right now. I mean, let's put it this way. You know, Lions put up 35 last week against Philly and 36 this week, you know. So right there, it shows they're averaging, what, 35 points a game? Right. 35 and a half, 36 (laughs) of the two games. You know, last year you would never see this type of scoring from the Lions. No. No. You would see inconsistent play, sloppiness. But they've definitely cleaned up their act this year, you know. Swift's looking good. Even on a bum ankle, he looks stellar, you know. And St. Brown, the man, the myth, the legend, 
the dude has eight plus receptions in eight games, and he set like a record over the weekend or something too. He was just going off. Yeah. But the thing is, though, it's crazy is that who's you know who's been non-existent so far? Hawkinson. Yeah. So you know, I was wondering about this last year too, when when Hawk was notably injured, right? When a lot of people were like, yeah, he's injured, and that's the issue, right? Uh, and sometimes, you know, these players are so good early in their career, right? And they have an injury like this that just dogs them for the rest of their playing career. It's too early to start saying that because there's always a possibility he just had a bad week one and a bad week two. It happens, right? I just, uh, I don't know. I think Amon Ross A. Brown has become the number one target for Goff. Uh, and, and I think that even last year, while St. Brown was a big target, I still think that when Hawkinson was playing, that was the number one target. I don't think it's that way this year. Uh, I think this year his first, you know, the first guy that he's looking for is St. Brown. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree also. And plus, he is also looking at, you know, Reynolds as well and um, DJ Shark. And then also, you know, coming up here if in the next month or I think – I think I want to say it's going to be October or maybe early November. We're going to get our draft pick Williams in from Bama from his ACL. Right. So once he comes back, that's going to be a threat as well. This Lions offense is going to take another leap. Plus with Jamal Williams, he's been doing good too. He's been acting as a workhorse, workhorse as well. You know, Lions are actually looking like de- like a decent team. They Like I said, they just need to keep improving their defense a little bit more and their offense is just looking good. But right. like, like I said, they play Minnesota this coming weekend, so it's going to be interesting to watch with how you know the Vikings played as well, and it's a division match too. Right. Well, and I was just saying to like to your point, if they can find some help this year on defense, if they can find a way to get a big name player in, right, that can change the trajectory overnight. You know, they're they're probably. They're, they're not one or two players away from that defense being good. They're probably, you know, three to five players away from that defense being good in all actuality. But, you know, a lot of times we've seen in football, right, it's not really the players that are great. It's the defensive setup, the defensive schemes that are great. So if they can buy in and pick one or the other to shut down, whether that be a great run defense or a great pass defense, I think they can probably, you know, I was thinking about it, you know, during the Eagles game too. Imagine if we still had Slay, you know what I mean? Like, and then especially after the Eagles game, I was like, oh man, what if we still had Slay? So, you know, and they don't call him big play Slay for nothing. No, I mean, I think everyone, you want to know what, you know, there's a quick side note, quick sidebar is that when Detroit players leave and they go somewhere else, have you ever noticed that the Detroit Lions fans are still just their number one fan? Like, like Slay, everyone still loved him. Uh, I mean, I know uh, Sue, when he played for uh, the Lions, he was kind of more a, a rocky relationship. Like, we liked him, but there were some things that he'd do that we'd be like, oh, I probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, you know, even him once he, he left. And uh, obviously Matt Stafford. And What about Kyle Van Noy? You know. <coughs> Who? Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. No. Am I the only one who followed Kyle Van Noy? He went to the he went to the Patriots because the Lions said we don't know where to put you, and he won two Super Bowls. Mm. Well, seems like he got a bum deal there. Yeah, he got a real bummer. Yeah, bum deal. Man. Got to play for Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. So yeah, that's the thing is, I yeah, well, think they're a couple players away from having a really good defense, and I think they're on their way to doing that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree, hundred percent. Um, <laughs> now. 
that I mentioned the Patriots, though. Can we talk about the Patriots and Steelers for a minute? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, <laughs> man, I mean. What? Uh, like, that game, that game's like you turn it on and you just, it's just like, it's taken out. It was 17-14, but it was a, it was sort of a boring 17-14, you know? Steelers are without T.J. Watt now, mm-hmm. you know? And Patriots just sort of played the Patriots football this week, and mm-hmm. Steelers just have a really messed up QB situation, so. So, do you remember, um, I, don't, I don't know if you're going to remember this or not, but last year I said that I really think that the Patriots are going to design a powerhouse of an offense, right? They're going to teach Mac Jones the way. You know what? I don't really know what they're trying to do anymore. Because late last season and the first two weeks of this season, I don't know what the identity is of this offense. Because they're just criminally boring. They they don't have they don't they don't have big plays. They don't you know they they're just playing backyard football. And not in the way that's fun, like, you know, backyard football slinging them, right? Backyard football in the way that it's like seven-year-olds running at each other and smacking their heads against each other. So it's... It's just weird yeah. to see the Patriots without, like, you know, an identity or some hype behind them. It's just right. sort of just like they're there. They're just there. They're right? just there right now. So, I mean, until they can figure something out with that, I don't know. The Steelers have no identity either. No, because no. Now, now that TJ's injured... Their defense is just mid mid and their offense is atrocious because they don't have the three quarterbacks and they choose Trubisky. I think I would have chosen the rookie pick at the yeah, start. Yeah, I would have I chosen pick. I have no idea what they were thinking with Trubisky. But, you know, sometimes I'd like to say that, you know, NFL executives know more than us sitting here on the outside looking on, yeah, the, on the fish yeah. globe, right? But I don't know because, <laughs> like, I just It's probably because of the contract they gave him. I think that he probably could have stepped in and performed right away. I, I don't know. It's so hard to tell with rookie quarterbacks. You remember last year, you know, Zach Wilson, I thought, looked pretty good, you know. And then he was just meh. You know, and, and you know, he's, on even Jets. Bad, you he's know, on the Jets. Yeah, to be fair. It's the Jets. <clears throat> also, though, you know, we remember what you said about Trey Lance and Poor guy. Do you want to talk about Trey Lance? Uh, you want to talk about Trey Lance right now? I'll, I just want to add on one thing before that. For the Steelers, you know, they're they're in for a tr- troubled couple of years. I mean, they're going to have this really good defense, but they're never going to have a good offense that will complement it. They it, just won't. And by the time they have a good offense, they're not going to have a good defense. They, I just think that they should take their entire defense and ship them off. Because they're not winning a Super Bowl, right? And that's the whole whole point, right? Is to win a Super Bowl, right? Especially a, a team like the Steelers that, you know, obviously their fans think they can win a Super Bowl every year, regardless of the circumstances. That's but, every team, though. I accept the Lions. And uh, just got to clear that up. Uh, but, you know, for the Steelers, like, they're in trouble. Like, they, they, they're not going to be contenders for years, I well, mean, the thing years. is, though, like they don't like they have weapons on offense. They really do. Right. Just their QB situation is so jank. It's messed up. Their offensive line's not good. It's it's yeah. Their offensive line is rough too. They're they're they might have weapons, right? But you, you know, never... they got Deontay Johnson, Claypool. They drafted uh the, the wide receiver Pickering or it, whatever. It's his name just is. it's just a matter of time before one of them becomes a diva, though. You know, it's the Steeler that's way. Claypool. Yeah, is, is that it? Cla- a... Yeah, that's right, Claypool. It's Claypool. Yeah. So they they're gonna have a diva. But that's the thing is they're not going to be a winning team anymore, so no one's going to care about him being a diva. Yeah. So anyway, as you uh, 
paid uh, attention to Trey Lance got injured and then they got blown out by the Seahawks. Wait, no, no, they blew out the Seahawks still <laughs> because they had Jimmy G. Baby. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Let's go. Yeah. So uh, we talked about it last week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but granted, it came under different circumstances. Kind of crazy that we, it, you know, we, it came back under different yeah. circumstances. Last week we were talking about how Trey Lance looked abysmal in his in his starting, you know. First game of the year, but granted, it was raining in Chicago, bad weather. We did we did talk about right, that. We too. gave him the benefit of the doubt. But, and he said he was going to get pulled this game, and he didn't, he uh, technically did, but he had got pulled because he snapped his ankle. Yeah, <laughs> and he's now done for the year. And we have Jimmy G back in the spotlight. You know what time it is? It's time for AFC Championship games, 49ers, maybe. <laughs> That's what time it is. It's time for Jimmy G <coughs> to choke in the AFC Championship game. Man or NFC, sorry, my bad. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, man. Man, this, this, okay. The Seahawks so, are abysmal. The Seahawks are so bad. Like, they're so bad. They're running um, back through an interception. You see that? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to run a trick play. That's like a, the groom you know? It's, it's like, we run a trick place, play on the, on the defense. We give it to our running back. The running back throws an intercept. The running back throws an interception. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it was. I mean, it was you know, it was just one of those games. Just like, oh, Jimmy G's back. You know, he's there. He, you know, he's like, he's that dude. He knows the offense, and that was it. He, he was basically back in his comfort zone, and yeah, they won. So, um, Geno Smith, uh, I don't think he's bad. He's just not good. You know what I mean? He's just sort of there. Like, yeah, he's he's just kind of. It's kind of like uh, I'm ready for Drew Lock season. It, it's it's a it's a very similar situation to if like um, your high school football team, like their starting quarterback, gets injured, and then they're like, oh, okay, well he's played all nine games. Now we're just going to bring in the guy who's practiced at quarterback, right? And they put him in there, and it's like, yeah, he can he can he knows the basics. You know, that's that's okay. But, you know, he's hardly the problem. You can't just sit here and be like, oh, the Seahawks are so bad because of Adolph Smith. I mean, that team that is, defense is, bad th- that is the worst. Uh, and as planned, it's the worst Seattle team that I've, I've seen, seen in my lifetime, probably. So it's, it's going to be a long couple of years for Seattle, too. And um, no, I was actually, you know, talking to my dad about it. I was like, I should, we should go to the Seattle game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was like, because his, uh, his best friend lives in Seattle. He's a huge Seahawks fan, has Seahawks Poor tickets. Guy. And, uh, yeah, he's probably not too happy this year. But anyway, San Fran, I don't think they're really in that much trouble because I actually think Jimmy G's probably better the better than option. Lance. The better option right now this year, I would say. Trey Lance yeah. has a lot of room to grow. <clears throat> yeah. But I, I don't he, think this is the year for him. I, I listened to Sports Center compare him to uh, an early stage um an early stage uh who is it? Uh you know, because he can run and he can throw pretty well too. He's he's pretty much the perfect new age quarterback, right? What we're seeing the NFL transition into. He's just not all the way developed there yet. So, uh, Sports Center compared him to like a, an early age Lamar Jackson, right? And, and they saw similarities between that. I just don't think this kid Trey Lance, you know, and, and I hate that he's injured, but I don't think that he can sling the ball as well as Lamar Jackson. I don't think that he's got the arm under him that I would like him to have, but he is a, a quarterback that can, you know, probably run the ball and, and that, that worries teams. You know what I mean? You, you can't really, there's not a lot of teams that can defend against a perfect running quarterback that, you know, can throw as well. It gives you options uh, in the pocket. So I think that he's going to be 
player that you have to watch out for when he is all the way developed, but he's far from all the way developed. And this, this is nightmare scenario for him because now he's got to battle, you know, rehab and everything to come back from this. Yeah. But I also think though, with like Trey Lance, he needs to mature more. Mm -hmm. He is definitely not mature in any way, shape or form. And he shows lack of leadership in his early career, you know, He's sort of like Trevor Trevor Lawrence. He does not show any ounce of leadership when you look at him in a huddle pregame or anything. He does not show leadership or like hype or anything. Mm-hmm. He he just sort of there, just comes to do his nine to five job and leave. Right. Yeah. And and I think that that's something that these younger guys, you know, younger quarterbacks, we're seeing more of a trend. You know, I I don't think that the NFL compared to other sports, I don't think they they hinge nearly enough on personality assessments during the draft, you know, and you, you look at other leagues where, you know, if a, if a player is incredibly good, but he's arrogant and he he lacks leadership skills and and all that, then he's going to drop in the draft. And I just don't think you see that too much, especially with quarterbacks, you know? So I think that Trey Lance, you know, he's going to have, a learning curve, but to be fair, you know, you, you mature with age. And I think that over the next couple of years, especially through this injury, I think it's going to teach him a lot. I think that he could come back a a better quarterback because of it. Uh, But it does suck whenever you see an injury like this, no one's praying for a guy to get injured, you know? So it it sucks that he took that injury, but you know, when he gets back, I think it'll be a mature, maturing moment for him. So, yeah, I do. I do a hundred percent agree (coughs) Um, but onto this crazy week of football, like week one and two have been both absurdly crazy for no apparent reason. Um, the Jets upsetting the Browns with three minutes left in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The score was 30 to 17. And, you know, Joe Flacco, the man, the myth, the legend scores a touchdown there and they do an onside kick, recover it, go down and score and the rookie Garrett Wilson had himself a game for the Jets. Yeah, you know, remember, remember last year I said at some point that uh, I'll never have faith in the butt fumble, uh, but here we are, you know. And they, <laughs> albeit against the Browns, what was crazy you know, though had a crazy game. The Browns, the thing is though, they missed an extra point. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, this is the thing about the NFL. I I know that. You know, if you stuck me on a field and said, kick this extra point, well, I, what would I do? You know, three for 10, maybe, right? I'd probably miss everyone. Yeah. I'd probably maybe, pull my groin. Maybe three for 10. Probably you know, pull my groin. You know, Charlie Brown, line. like do the Charlie Brown a couple times probably yeah. too. The thing is about that, you know, I don't make millions of dollars to kick field goals. And when when you're kicking extra point, it's so lackadaisical. It's, you know, <clears throat> it really puts into perspective when you lose by one point how important it is to have a kicker who can make every extra point. If you miss extra points, it's just so, so humiliating in my opinion. I just don't think you should be missing extra points. But again, you know, if you put me on a football field and tell me to kick extra points, I will miss some of them. But again, I don't make millions of dollars to do it. So, okay, get off my back. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, though, we got to see prime Joe Flacco for some reason. 300 yards and four TDs. I don't know Turned where that back man the came. Clock. He <laughs> Super Bowl champ came out of no came came. It's like they went to him and, and he's like on his couch at home and he's like, "Man, I'm sure enjoying retirement." And they're like, "Uh, nope, old man, get back here. <laughs> you're, you're the Jets 
person now. You're you're leading the butt fumble against the Browns. Yeah, I mean, it put a little bit of shakeup in there, but I mean, it was sort of like, you know, in my opinion, you know, I'm not the biggest Jets fan, you know, I'm in, and I'm not the biggest Cleveland fan either, obviously, because of the trades and some things they've done with their front office this mm-hmm. past offseason. Um, but, you know, I don't know. It's just me. I was sort of happy to see the Jets do it. I was just like, I was shocked. I was sort of happy for them, you so, know, because they, they don't get they don't get <coughs> wins very often. That's the thing, though, about, you know, the New York teams is that, you know, I think it's always <laughs> nice to see uh, when they get some attention. So, yeah, it was a it was nice to see them, you know, do something. So the Jets come through the Giants, you know, two and oh, pretty special, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's the Giants, though. You know, I'm not going to be too optimistic, but, you know, got a couple wins, you know. But just going to sort of just let it sit there, let it marinate. Oh, we were talking beforehand, too, right, about <laughs> Odell Beckham. Yeah, but I still – I'm not sold on Danny Dimes. Yeah, I mean, he's like, if you bench Jones, I'm I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, but he also said he's going to join the Rams. He also said he's going to join the Bucks. He also <coughs> said he's going to join the Bills. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so just who, who knows what's going to happen. Odell is just basically he's back in college recruiting, attending all these teams. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, for the Giants, though, nightmare mode for Carolina. Remember what we were talking about last week, how we just kind of forget Carolina exists sometimes. Yeah. It really is that. They don't help themselves with that. I mean, losing games that they I they probably should have won this game. So it's like, I don't know. They're just mad. They don't have a player that I look at. And I'm like, that's a special player, right? I really, really pull for Baker. I really do. But it's like. I pull for Baker. I mean, I pull for McCaffrey too. Mm-hmm. But just, just <sighs> a mess. Like, they're so, so forgettable that it's just like, oh, yeah, the Panthers. So it's just a. Uh, just unfortunate, you know. <laughs> I uh, I always forget about the Texans. So, oh yeah, Texans. <laughs> I mean, I don't forget about them. I just know that they're abysmal. So obviously that well, that so, nice sixteen to nine loss to the Broncos. The Broncos rode this week. Yeah, they find terribly. That was a horrendous game. Yeah, that's another game. One of the worst games this week. That was boring. Dude, <coughs> the, the fans were chanting the the play clock because they had like five or six delay game penalties. The Broncos. They're just their clock management skills are so bad, and the offense looks terrible. Dude, Russell Wilson, I kid you not, I think he went like fourteen for thirty. Yeah, I don't know. The Broncos got a lot yeah, of fourteen for thirty-one. Broncos are definitely the worst team in that division. Oh my goodness, man! Oh my goodness, so uh, many people were so wrong about this team. I know. I, it's too I, I, oh I told God. you before the season started, Broncos would finish last in this division, they, and they have a break in year with Russ before dude. they actually might do something. Yeah, that's, but the head coach does not help. That's fair, but they're terrible. I mean, they're yeah. terrible. I mean, you, you remember last week with the whole uh, mind-boggling coach coaching on in the ninth dimension. Yep, time moment. management and stuff is like, so bad. Oh my god, terrible! But I, I don't even like. That's another. I don't even know what to say about that game because it was it was horrendous. Broncos won. Woo, good that, ender. Yeah, that's but about it. Other than that, I mean, they beat a team that's so bad. I mean, in the basement of the basement, bad. Oh. So. So then the other game, I mean, I guess we can like throw a quick uh quick stab at for a few few minutes here. You know, Jaguars and Colts. <laughs> yeah. Twenty four nothing. So I actually so um I follow a lot of NASCAR drivers on Twitter, right? Yes, sir. And uh one of them, Chase Prisco, uh, is from Indy, right? And he goes <clears throat> uh, he's like, I because they raced on Saturday, so he was home on Sunday, right? So he was able to actually watch football 
on Sunday. Yeah, he had a free time, right? And he's like, uh, he tweeted, man, I hate that I'm I'm finally home for a weekend and I can't watch it because of blackout restrictions, right? And everyone flooded those comments and was like, you're not missing anything, pal. And then someone sent him the final score that was 24 to 0 against the Jaguars. Yeah, I don't even know, man. The Colts, <coughs> they, they, they traded for Matt Ryan and it looks like they're getting worse. They should have just kept Carson Wentz. Probably because Carson Wentz has been. Like he hasn't played fine. bad. I mean, he didn't yeah. play good against Detroit. Don't get me wrong. He got sacked three times. I mean, he did lead a little bit of a comeback, but he, he he's not playing terrible. But he's not playing like great. Right. But he's not playing as bad as Matt Ryan. But, but yeah, when you're when you you bring in Matt Ryan to go sixteen for thirty for one ninety five and three interceptions, uh, it's probably not the best. You yeah, know, no. sixty two quarterback rating. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean. Colts got a lot of work to do. JT can't carry that. Cannot carry that team. I mean, JT gets the ball. It's like that episode of Family Guy uh, where Stewie plays football, and he's like, he gets, he takes reception. He goes, "Yay, I got it!" And he's like, "And nobody's blocking." And he just yeah, gets steamrolled. Yeah, that's that's what JT's up against um, right now. So there was a um, another <coughs> another boring game up until like what, third, fourth quarter, something like that, Buccaneer Saints, up until Mike Evans decided to just truck over Marshawn Lattimore and get ejected. <laughs> and then – Wait, who who is it that did that again? Mike Evans. Yeah. Mike, and he is suspended next week. Mike Mike Evans did his best tryout for linebacker because that was a shock. Dude, man. Marshawn Lattimore got leveled. I mean, to be fair, there was a thing that there was like mouth – like they, they slowed it down and he was talking to somebody and he said, that's Tom Birdie. What did you want me to do? So he was sticking up for Tom because the whole confrontation with Lattimore was to Tom and then Fournette. And then Mike Evans said, all right, my time to shine. It walked over, just completely trucks Lattimore <laughs> – Ejected the whole team. And now it's just, and on everybody's, each other. everybody's like bang. The score was three to zero at that point, and, was, and the score ended up being twenty to ten. Buccaneers. They woke so, up there. Uh, I thought I was watching a hockey game. I didn't know what was. I did. It was boring. It was so boring up until that. I was like, okay, there's some excitement here. I'm a little, I'm a little happy now. You know. Yeah. And Tom Brady did not have a good game. Tom Brady did not play no. his, his best game. Granted, right? he granted <laughs> he was down every receiver. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know. Winston was terrible. He's playing with a messed up back, I guess. Oh I God. heard too. 20, 25 for four. Three interceptions or something, right? Three interceptions. Yeah. He's a pick machine, man. You you think Stafford's a pick machine? This guy's oh a, no, this I guy's a pick machine. No, Winston's a pick machine. I think he's had the record with thirty touchdowns and thirty interceptions in one season. Yeah. Something Just, like that. That's crazy. Yeah. Though. Yeah, that's another game, you know, that doesn't really have a lot to offer, surprisingly. Um just yeah, just, just boring. Just, Bucks won, Tom Brady. You know, in the defense, you know, I mean, that's, that's about it. But yeah, that's uh, um, it was a defensive lockdown until that, you know, the <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's bring up the Rams over a minute, okay? Oh, okay. The Rams though, they were they were doing good up until that last two minutes, where they almost just threw the game to the Falcons. You okay. don't throw games to the Falcons though, you know. The Falcons throw games normally. Yeah, but they didn't win, so they didn't. I know, them. I know, it was close. I'm saying they almost did there for Man, a minute. Mariota was about to lead Whoa, the championship parade. That was nutty. Like I, I was like, what's going on here? You know. Stafford still had a pretty good game. I um, mean, the Rams didn't play bad until the last two minutes of the game, <laughs> or whatever it was. I yeah, mean, that's the thing, man. I'll tell you what. Like, Stafford to Cup, I know people say it so often, but Stafford and Cup, they just have a, it's a next-level connection. Yeah, Every no. game, watching them play, it's like, oh, my God. It's like, it's like Allen and Diggs. Yeah, yeah. 
right now, Allen and Allen Diggs are crazy. There's, you know, a lot of people didn't think Diggs was going to be like the right pick for their fantasy team. You see a lot of people who are just crying over it because people have Diggs on their fantasy team. They win. They just, they win. But yeah, I mean, Cup, you know, and then you have, they just have such good, you know, receivers. Higby, you know, it's just, you have the options if you're not going to go with Cup. But then even if you decide to go with Cup and he's double covered, it doesn't matter. You know, I saw, you know, I don't know if you saw the clip of Matt Stafford when he slung the ball, like not even sidearm, it was like underarm. And he just got it into such a tight little hole. Like it was crazy how he was able to throw it through the 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 clash at the line and then right to one of his receivers. He's got such a talented arm. And yeah, no, it's just crazy. So <laughs> they did almost throw the game, but they didn't. And that's all the, that's all that's remembered is the fact that they didn't because yeah. when you put it on the record, it's just a win. So yeah, you know they they played all right still. Still, I, I feel like they have that championship hangover that we were talking about last week. You know, they, they played okay. So but, does Cincinnati. But I mean, where's Akers? You know, where 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 has he been? Like, he, you know, I just, I worry about it's, that. It's the so. same with Cincinnati, though. Yeah, since he. Since he lost to Dallas, who doesn't even have Dak. Right. And Burrow didn't, Burrow still did not look that good last week. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't know. I'm don't i a little worrisome over Cincy right now. <coughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Burrow's getting sacked a lot, and they upgraded that O-line. He's not able to find Chase as often. He's not able to, you know, remember last year we were like, all right, take a step back. Jamar Chase is out there somewhere, right? Yeah. This year they don't have that connection. Though. I know the thing is, though, is that it's just like Burrow, like I said, is getting sacked so much. And they upgraded the O-line, so right. it's just like, well, I don't know, know what's going on. No. There must be some like discrepancy or something's not right. Something's not right. Players I mean, might not be happy. Someone's injured, maybe, or like Burrow might be injured. But I just don't understand what's going on with this team. And I know, I know, better than what they are. Yeah, but they are currently at zero and two. You know, I just I don't want it to be one of those situations where they make it to the Super Bowl and then miss the playoffs or or and you know become you know stagnant. They like, don't do anything else with it. So you know, Joe Burrow, you mentioned. I mean, he still threw for two hundred yards, but it's like. I just there's a lot to be wanted out of a team that was playing a Dak West Cowboys. Remember what we said last week is the Cowboys without Dak Prescott are not good. They're not very good with Dak. Without him, they're they that is a team you need to beat. Yeah. So again, week two for the Bengals. They didn't I mean, remember their last year was a season where it was kind of a Cinderella season for them. I mean they they weren't expected to do anything with the playoffs. They didn't have a great record. So they might be on their way to doing the same exact thing where they kind of bumble through the regular season and then they make the playoffs. And, and Or maybe they, you know, lose their first three games or three, four games, and then they start. They're like, oh, crap, we went to the Super Bowl last year. It's time to wake up. So, it could you know, be that. It could be one of those scenarios. Um, you know, it's all speculation when it's week two. You know, God only knows what's going to happen from here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another game we could do a quick layover is the Packers bouncing back against the Bears. Not it was sort of a boring game as well, in my opinion. You know, it, it was just sort of just the Aaron Jones show. <coughs> right. Um, I, I, we we talked about this beforehand too. Is that I mean, last week, what what do you say? You knew that the Packers. Were I said win. Packers would win this week. I, I knew they would. Is just that it's 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 a small trend because last year, remember, they got blew out by New Orleans like thirty to three week one. Right. And they got their buzz beat last week as well. And then they just bounce back this week, home prime time against the Bears in Lambeau, mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. So it's just <laughs> it was just screamed Packers W in my eyes. I just don't understand. So Justin Fields, right? 
he, he doesn't have a great arm, right? But he has an arm enough to throw the football. And we were talking beforehand, he doesn't have anyone to throw it to, right? But seven for 11 for 70 yards. He's only thrown 28 passes. Right. It's just, you're not going to get it done against a team like the Packers, you know, when, when you're facing Aaron Rodgers, right? The miracle just, man. No, I, so obviously Aaron Rodgers had his way with Chicago. I remember I, when I was watching this game, I actually thought that, you know, for a Sunday night football game, I was like, here we go. Like the Bears are looking good early on. And then outside the first quarter, they just got worse and worse. So I kind of knew Green Bay was going to take this. So, yeah, I mean, just, yeah. I mean, every team in NFC North is one and one now. So just saying, the Lions are right there in the thick of things. It's not yeah. unreasonable to expect the Lions to compete with these teams because every single team in the NFC North has their drawbacks. They yeah. have good things and they have bad things, some more than others. Bears are definitely the worst team in that division. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, this base NFC North is just sort of a crapshoot at this point. I still have Packers taking first right now, and then it's a big toss up between Vikings <coughs> and Lions. I think. Did we did we talk about the Vikings game about the Eagles game yet? Your no, Eagles, no, no. Fly Eagles fly. We, we, you snapped me. You snapped me that night, and you're like, Fly Eagles fly. Yeah. Well, I mean, you did say you said Jalen Hurts is good. Oh you my said, You said you said Jalen Hurts good quarterback. I did. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. I was watching him, and I, and like I was like, man, he's good. Like I mean, the the run plays that he'd run were really good, but this guy can sling the football too. Like last night was kind of, I think the first night where I realized like, I mean, he, he threw the ball 31 times. Mm-hmm. Like th- this guy is, he's a very good quarterback. I, and I, I don't, I don't want to say, I don't think people realize how good of a quarterback he is. Cause I feel like a lot of people are on a, on that hype train, but I think there's some people who sleep on him and I just, I don't know. This guy's good. I mean, he's, I like watching him play. I think he's a very enjoyable, he's a, he runs a fun, a high octane offense that's so fun to watch because he's got his weapons. You know, I I think Goddard played pretty good for yeah. them. Uh, I thought that AJ Brown was there, noticeable this week. So I just I feel that he has what he needs to be a good quarterback because you don't know if he's going to run or pass, and that's what you yeah, need. And then plus they run the RPO, as they have such depth at running back too. <laughs> right. And then their defense is better this year than it was last year. You know. This is a, t- you know, before the season started, people are like, this is a team that is elite, right? And I, was, I don't know if they're quite elite. I believe they're elite. I do. I, you know, I said it last week that I thought they're an elite team. And it makes me very, very happy that the Lions took these guys right to the last minute. Because this is a team that can make noise. I think the Eagles, I mean, obviously they make the playoffs. It's uh, no doubt in my mind the Eagles make the playoffs. I Unless like like, like like I just like I'm just gonna throw it out there. I mean I don't want it to happen. But, like, don't, say, don't, it, don't 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 say something don't, could don't, happen. Because something could don't, happen. Don't, don't you even could have a Trey Lance scenario. No, don't, don't. <laughs> I'm uh, not saying I'm not saying it's hurt. So I'm saying it could be like you know a wide receiver or a huge defensive player. Injuries happen, you know. If Jalen Hurts gets injured this week, I'm not saying Jalen Hurts. I'm saying like you it could said be, it without saying it. No, I said it could have been deep. It could be Slay. This is. <laughs> No, no, not Slay. Even worse. Slay, Slay did get banged up at the end of that game. Dude, I'll tell you what, though. Oh, my God. There he is, Slay. Oh, he's so good. He put Justin Jefferson in the dog doghouse, man. Dude. He made him his dog. Like, that was oh it. He said, no. Nah. He, said, he said, not my. It was a no-fly zone. Oh, my God, man. You see, I like, why I just. <laughs> you know, these players. You know, and he didn't. He liked his time in Detroit because, I mean, Detroit fans and everyone up until they Matt re- Patricia, they respected him so. Yeah, you know, they respected him so. The fans loved him so much, 
I love Darius Slay when he played for the Lions. He was great all the time. You know, big play Slay. He's so good. So it's almost it's almost heartbreaking, but it's a, a different, you know, you know, there's some euphoria that comes with it when you see those players move on to other teams and then league-wide get the attention that they deserve because he really does deserve that attention. He's such a good player. So it was awesome to see. But anyway, Jalen Hurts, I threw for 333 yards. Did the offense have like almost <laughs> like what? Didn't they almost have like 600 yards or 500 yards? They Because they had a bunch of rushing yards too. Right. I know they had a whole lot. Of, it was yeah, crazy. They deserved, more, they deserved more than 24 points, but the yeah, Minnesota started, had no answer. Yeah, the second half, both teams sort of went stagnant there. Right. So your Eagles flew. I mean, they're great, man. I mean, they're fun to watch. They're a team that I'm gonna follow very closely for the rest of the year because they play fun football. Yeah, I mean, it's just fun to watch, and everyone loves fun football. You know, they play the opposite of what the Patriots play. Yeah, yeah. You know, football that you like to watch. Not, you know, I'm not saying the Patriots play bad football. I'm just saying they play boring. Boring. <laughs> and, and, then, and if you want to, you know, we can breeze <coughs> breeze over the second Monday night game: Bills Titans. Uh, Bills. Unfortunately, the highlight of that game is definitely. Uh, the, ambu- the, the ambulance on the field. Yeah, that was rough too. I'm glad to hear though that that guy that uh, Dane was it Dane Jackson or Johnson, something like that. The corner on the Bills, you know, he he got uh, when he's making a tackle, his own teammate came and like messed up, hit him by accident, messed up his neck. He got um, the ambulance came in the field, took him to a hospital. He had all feeling in his extremities and everything like that, and then apparently he's okay and he's in stable condition. And I think he is, I think he's been released from the hospital since. But, yeah, good. Good to hear he's okay. I, I mean, he, I, it's the first time I can remember an ambulance driving onto the field. Yeah. So I was I was pretty worried, but um, I mean, man, these bills. I, I was watching the pregame show and I was watching people smash tables. And can you explain to me? I don't know if you're going to be able to explain it. Either. I don't expect you to be able to. But for some reason, in the pregame show, they were spraying mm, ketchup and mustard on someone, like just soaking them in ketchup and mustard. Can't tell you. So you don't know either? Did you see it at nope. least? Okay, I so next this that's your homework assignment for next week is is watch go watch the dude get covered go, in go watch the dude get covered in ketchup and mustard and and see if you can formulate a thesis on what my that thesis heck is, was going is, on. Is it Bill's Mafia? Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, that, that that's what's going with that. They jump through table, they're on fire. So but the thing is, with the Bills, bonkers. Can you imagine if that city wins a championship? They're gonna like uh, there's gonna be a hurricane. I saw a post. It said it said. I'm not ready, nor I think anyone is ready for a Bills Eagles Super Bowl. <laughs> Did you remember what happened last time the Eagles won the Super Bowl? Uh, they were climbing. They, they, like, they, yeah, they, they, like they put vaseline. Yeah. They basically destroyed their city. Yeah. But like, there was people putting vaseline on the light pole so they didn't <laughs> climb them and rip them out. <laughs> Philadelphia almost burned down their own ta- their who, own who, town. Who was it uh, that? Their, if the Bills win a Super Bowl, ripped, ripped over a uh, like, field goal post. Was it Pittsburgh? I, mean, it, I don't remember. Someone did it. But if the Bills win a Super Bowl, let's just say. Buffalo will no longer be a part of the United States, probably. It's probably going they're into going, Canada. They're, they're, they're going to fall into Niagara Falls. They're, right? they're <laughs> literally going to rip their city off the ground and throw it into Lake it's like, Erie. It's, you know, it's just like, let's just take Buffalo and move it somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're they're going to they're gonna move it to Miami. They're going to be partying so hard. But, no, I mean, this is a Buffalo team they're that hungry. is so good. They're hungry. I mean, they, like, have lights out. Until they lose a game, which, you know, they can lose at any time, even once they lose, this is a team that they are out 
for blood. And I do not want to play the Bills. You know what? We want to know what I was thinking after this week. I was like, man, these Bills are good. And then you want to realize what my eyes just sparked open, what I realized. So the Lions play on Thanksgiving this week. Oh, yeah, that's true. But Lions will beat them. (laughs) Are you out of your mind? Could you imagine? The Bills are undefeated. And they come into Thanksgiving Day and the Lions beat them on a field goal. Don't don't (laughs) get me wrong. This is a Lions team that they're not going to walk over. I know, they're but, gonna struggle. But to could you imagine? Team. That'd be funny. Now that would be funny. But at the same time, like, that's blind football. Baby. I'm sitting here and I'm like, I I have a tradition of going to that Thanksgiving Day game. I'm sitting here thinking, I don't know if I want to go to that game because yeah, that's a possibility that they could stun them and win. I mean, they stunned the Cardinals last year. No one thought that was no, gonna happen, right? No, Jared Goff just owns the Cardinals. <laughs> the, the thing is, I'm horrified for that because they. Uh, they've lost to the Bears three years in a row during Thanksgiving. We had Trubisky's beating them on Thanksgiving three years in a row. I don't, I don't know, dude. So, and another funny thing about that is, every Thanksgiving game I have played, I have either watched David Blau play or Tim Boyle twelve play, TB twelve play. So, uh, if Goff plays, you know, maybe they have a chance. But God, I'm worried if Goff is injured. I, I said during the preseason, if Goff gets injured, uh-huh, this Lions team's in trouble. But, man, I don't want to play that team on Thanksgiving. Nope. I would have won. If I, Bills are scary. Bills are scary. I and mean, that one's so good. There's only one game we haven't talked about yet, and it was the best, most exciting game of the week. Cards? Oh, no, wait. That's, we have just two games in. Yeah, that, that's, that one, that's controversial. That's the controversial game. The most <laughs> exciting game was Miami. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Miami uh, tula, and Baltimore. Tula, tula. Ticonderoga. Uh, t- <laughs> it's, it's, it's Tagonvolia. Tagavolia? Yeah, Tua Tagavolia, I think is what they I'll say. I'm still forgetting nothing. I, I, don't think, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, man. It's All so I know sore. is that Tyreek Hill became a menace. Jalen Waddle became a menace. That, that game Tua was absurd. Tua threw for almost 500 yards. Yes. He almost threw for 500 yards. Yes. Am I? Is that right? Read yes. that. Is yep. that right? Yep, and then if you want to look at the bottom, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle both had like 170 yards. <laughs> Did you see his celebration, Waddle's celebration? Yeah, he's like Penguin Waddle. Yeah, he won. That's iconic. I love that. That's iconic. That's but, an iconic celebration. But yeah, they stunned him. They were up. They better add that to Madden. Ravens, Ravens were up. They they should have won that game, and they blew it. Tua, they Tua time. TT baby. It. Lamar is fuming. I don't right want to. I don't know if I want to. I mean, Lamar doesn't even want to be there. You know, he's not playing the franchise tag next year. But nope. still, let's put it this way: Is Miami legit? Let's play it even. Is Miami legit? Uh, I, is Lamar Jackson going to Detroit? There's three teams he wants to go to. It says Philly, Detroit, and Miami. Uh, he's not going to Philly because they. Detroit found is guy. probably the most ideal <laughs> one because of golf. He will probably not be here next year. He's serviceable. Serviceable. That's yeah. always what I say. Someone's talking about golf. I guess he's serviceable. But, but anyway, yeah, no, Miami's not legit. I'm sorry. We were talking about. We're going to find out this it. week as they play the Bills. Oh yeah, so. They're going to get blown out by the Bills. You can write it down, stick it on a sticky note. They're going to get blown out by the Bills. He guarantees it. I guarantee it. It's not going to be close. The Bills are going to roll over <laughs> top of this team. Tua is good, but Baltimore has a history of doing stuff like this, right? Where they they get a lead, and they're like, ah, we got the lead, right? Either that or they just flat out underperform. It's not surprising at all for me for this Baltimore team to just get rolled. So they blew it. They blew it. They blew it. It was a very exciting game. Uh, I think that Hill, like having Tyreek Hill, is paying dividends for them, right? Yep. Because he has a weapon now uh, other than Waddle. But I'm sorry, but that offensive line's not good. The defense is 
Eh, okay. okay. Uh, and just <laughs> overall, the Bills are just such a superior team. It's not even be close. Yeah, but uh, against other teams, though, they'll win. They're going to win more this season. I think they even make the playoffs if they play like that, the way they played in the second half. They were one game yeah. short last year, I think. Yeah. Right but um, yeah, we can talk about the controversial game now. Cards, Raiders. Cards. Um, Pass interference. Raiders can't should, breathe on them. Ra- Raiders should have won 100% on that fourth and goal. They called a really bad pass interference. The guy brushed Zachary's shoulder, and they called pass interference for a first down. Bad Cardinals ball. ended up scoring, taking it to overtime. Then Hunter Renfro decided he didn't want to play anymore. He fumbled <laughs> it twice, and he ran back for a touchdown. <laughs> and that was one of the closest um, touchdowns that I've ever seen. Because that corner on the Cardinals, I thought he dropped it before he crossed the plane. The ball. Yeah. Because they there was they did not show any good angles on the television. Is that the one where he threw it out on his yes. way into the end? Yeah. And so. I thought he I thought he may have thrown it out before he crossed the plane because the ball needs to cross the plane. Right. And it was very close. We've seen that before, too. And that's that happened, happened a couple of years ago. Because if he did that and threw the back of the end zone, that means it's Raiders ball at the touchback. <laughs> right. So I mean, they they never showed a good angle, but they gave it to the cards. Cards didn't deserve the win. The cards look atrocious. Mickey, I'm be Mickey Mouse win. That's a Mickey yeah. Mouse win right there. Raiders. Oh, and two, shocking, I guess. I mean, well, I mean, the Chargers played Chargers last week, so that's not bad. But this week, I feel like they definitely should have won. Um, Raiders. Carr played better, though. That's one upside for. Yeah, Carr did play better. Renfro died on the field. Yeah, um, terrible. Poor Renfro. Devonta Adams was non-existent in the game. <coughs> yeah, which uh, is shocking because you you trade for a guy like that and he has like three catches for fifteen yards or something atrocious. Like you you can't have that. You got to target him more. You got to you got to trust him. Your old boy Zach Ertz. Played okay for the cards this year. Yeah. Or this week, sorry. Yeah, he didn't do too bad. Yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray was okay this week. Like, he played pretty good. Not in the first half. You're not in the first half. So it was like the end of the third quarter, he decided, oh, I should play now. Yeah, and, you know, they got the win on paper, but... I, I it just, was a bad game. It is not... Bad game, controversial. Cardinals won. Uh, Raiders should have won. It was just... It was a messed up game. It wasn't... It wasn't the cleanest game. It was not the cleanest game. It was not the cleanest game. No, I right. mean, that's really all I got. I mean, for this yeah. week-wise, um, <coughs> we can look ahead in the week three. We can do our uh, – We can do this week's one. We can do – yeah, <laughs> we can do our picks. Uh, last week, I had a record of 10 and 6, and Ben had a record of 9 and 7. Oh. I beat him by one because oh. he chose the Vikings over the Eagles. No. Rookie, rookie mistake. No. Rookie mistake. No. this is wrong. <laughs> so probably do our picks again this week. We'll probably start doing this every week at the end of the show, you know, trying to keep track. Yeah, um, it's a record. It's like fantasy, but without, you know, fantasy. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, so we have Thursday night. We got Steelers-Browns. I'm going to go with the Browns. Um, I think that's all we're going to see on the field is Brown because I think it's going to be absolute poop. <laughs> Who are you I, picking? <laughs> uh, oh, man. Browns have played, like, garbage. Uh, I'm going to go Steelers just for the sake of trying to beat you. Uh, all right. Yeah, it's Thursday night. Lions-Vikings. Uh, Lions Vikings. My thought process. Is, ah, I can't know. I, am, I don't know. I'm choosing the Lions. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Minnesota's favored by six. I think I'm having an aneurysm trying to make this decision. I'm choosing the Lions. I'm so not, the I'm thing not. is, if you look at it, like the win probability is 65.7 percent in favor of Minnesota. I'm not betting against those odds. I love you, Lions, and I know you, that you're just. Slept on, but Vikings. I I have to. I just, I just, I don't think so. I'm, I Kirk Cousins is terrible and he's garbage. <laughs> but like, 
I don't know. The defense just is not good. Enough. All right. All right. I said I'm going Lions. We're going to go. So next is uh, Ravens and Patriots. Oh, man. I don't know if I can. Uh, uh, I'm going Ravens. Bounce back. Ravens. Yeah, I agree. I just, yeah, Ravens. And then we got Eagles, Commanders. <laughs> Commandos, Eagles. I'm it's, definitely going the Eagles on this one. Yeah, uh, not even close. <laughs> game will be Carson Wentz versus first... his former team. Yeah, that game will be over before the first half. <laughs> Texans, Bears. Whoa, a nap time. That's guess what? what that guess game what? Is. I'm picking the Bears. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to have to double down on that, Bears. Yeah. Shockingly enough, I am picking Justin Field and the Bears. Um, next we have Raiders Titans, both zero and two. Oh, Titans! You're going they're, Titans. They're due. You're going Titans. Yeah, I mean, Raiders took a pretty good step this week, but uh, Titans have kind of been a sleeping giant. I feel like going Raiders. All right, that's um, the split decision. Chiefs Colts. That's close. <laughs> yeah, Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs as well. Yeah. Um. Then we got the Bills Dolphins. Bills. I already told you Bills. <laughs> I know. I went Bills as well. Blowout. Uh, Bengals, Jets. Bengals. I went Bengals. They're due. They need to wake up. They're 0 2. Time to wake up. Wake up, Joe Burrow. Saints, Panthers. Uh, I went Saints. 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 I went Saints. Yeah. Um, Here we go. Jaguars, Chargers. Hmm. Chargers. I I went Chargers as well. Yeah. Chargers haven't played the best this season, but yeah. Rams, Cardinals. Rams. I went Rams as well. Yeah. Oh, let me see. Falcon Seahawks. Uh, you go Seahawks. It's a risk, but uh, yeah. <coughs> um, I'm gonna go Falcons. Uh, Falcon Seahawks. Yeah, I just, I just, I'm gonna go Seahawks. I just have a, a sneaky suspicion. Packers Bucks. I'm going Bucks, Bucks. even though they don't have anybody. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Bucks. I just, again, I don't feel like the Packers are all that special. 49ers, Broncos. I'm going Niners. I'm going to go Niners as well. So the Cowboys, Giants. Cowboys and Giants. Uh, I'm going to go Giants. I went Giants too. Yeah, I mean, 2-0 <laughs> to start the season. I mean, I, there's, so I have some, so I, you know, there's some discrepancy there. You know, There's a few. There's a few. I mean, you chose... You chose Steelers, I chose Browns, you chose Vikings, I chose Lions. I had to um, choose a little different. I chose Raiders, it. you chose Titans, and I think the rest are all the same. So we have a few there and there. But, um, I mean, I think it's going to be another exciting week of football. I'm going to say the most boring game on the schedule is probably... Bears. Bears-Texans, and second boring is Falcons-Seahawks. Thursday, well, Thursday night football. Thursday night's going to be boring. I think Ravens-Patriots might be better than what it might be better. Uh, I don't know. The... <laughs> Obviously, I think Bills Dolphins is the game to watch. Yeah, Bills Bills Dolphins and, and then Rams uh, Cardinals. Rams Cardinals. Yeah. Maybe Packers Bucks. Maybe if they, you know, Cowboys Giants might be a sleeper game. Yeah, could, yeah, could be a sleeper game. The battle of the mediocres. Yeah. Um, but I think overall we're gonna have another good week of football. But obviously, <coughs> everybody needs to watch the Lions Vikings and to make sure that we can um, make fun of Ben next week when the Lions win because for some reason he chose the purple people eaters and he hates them. <laughs> we'll never um, bet. 
for the Lions. I can't. I just dude. I told all my friends last week. My cousin, my my couple, of my friends. I said, "Bet on the Lions to win this week," and they said, "All right, I'm trusting you." And it paid off. Dude. And I even said it on the show last week. Lions will win. I guarantee. I have a chemical reaction in my brain well, that listen, prohibits. Well, it. I'm going to tell you right now. I didn't guarantee a Lions win. I'm just picking them to win. <laughs> So they're gonna lose. I got it. Yeah, that's that's. Hey, mark it down. I got the win. I got I got the win for next year. So next week. But uh, yeah. So from us, that's about it. Thank you so much for listening to Red Zone Rewind. It's been our pleasure talking football this week. We'll be back next week. To talk all about the action of the NFL. A reminder: follow me on Twitter at twwbenny. Follow Rags on Instagram. Twitter as well and Instagram if you want to see him. He's probably got some swimsuit pictures up. So <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> so, yeah. He's you've got rags with some funny numbers, right? Oh, uh, Instagram is rags8304. Mm-hmm. Uh Twitter is Austin9523. Why did you change the no okay? Anyway, I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> so yeah, so it's been a pleasure. Uh check out if you missed any of today's episode. A reminder, it's all up on Spotify. So go check it out. This week's winner is on Spotify, where all of the podcast network is easy to find. And for this week, we will see you later.